Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Richard Osborne and the Expert Language Trainer Podcast. Right, so I'm actually, yeah, so I'm recording this call, right? This call now? Yeah. Why? Because I, because I think that the stuff we say, when I phone you to talk about stuff or rant about stuff, I think that could actually be really useful stuff to put in a podcast. I think that we have pretty interesting conversations and I think people might actually like to know about it. Uh, and I had an epiphany, right? So I wanted to talk to you about my epiphany and I thought it would be good to hear your raw opinion about that epiphany. You on board? Have I got a choice? Nah. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. So right, what was what was the thing today? Because you know, doing all this learnbook marketing and stuff, and then um, you know, talking to a lot of trainers about learnbook, and then this morning talked to that woman, um, this very nice lady from the Netherlands, from Germany, who lives in the Netherlands, who was working for a company who coached people on social selling. So that means that they're coaching people on how to sell basically what we're doing how to contact people on linkedin or facebook and how to actually or instagram and how to sell to them right so she's doing she's doing that and she had that you know they were saying basically they've been doing it face to face this whole time they do a lot of stuff by skype and they're like why don't we get into online stuff it makes sense um mm. because they um you know that they, they know that it'll bring they know from a pedagogic side it'll bring value to their customers because they'll be able to practice more often and frequently and they know from a logistical point of view, it makes sense because they can cut down on the costs that they're charging for their training at the moment or for their coaching, right? And, um, and it sort of, you know, it, it got me really thinking about coaching a lot. And I've, you know, been having a lot of thoughts about coaching uh, in the last couple of days um, since discovering that I uh, didn't actually know. I, I, I said some stuff about neuro language coaching in a previous podcast when I didn't actually know very much about coaching in general not just neuro language coaching but just coaching in general and it's always been one of those things that i thought it's just one of those new trends or whatever um but then i started thinking you know what is it you know these guys are doing coaching on social selling it's pretty easy to understand because obviously they've done a lot of social selling they must be like experts in social selling they know everything about it so if i'm going on doing my linkedin campaign for learnbook and they're you know i'm their client and I have a problem, I'm like, oh, this message isn't working. I could just, you know, book a session with them and they would explain in an hour or even half an hour what I'm doing wrong. And I think that's kind of the point of a coach is it's somebody who knows the subject that you're trying to do way better than you do. Yeah. Uh, right. So that, you know, because, you know, you've got like you, you, your colleague yours as a management coach, right? Yeah. So he's somebody who knows a lot about management. And if anybody had a management question, he's seen it all, done it all, read about it you know studied it whatever so there's nothing you can ask him that would surprise him right about management no much okay mm -hmm. right yeah now and then i started thinking about language coaching you know what is it if you're a language coach right now if you think the concept of coaching is you're a social selling coaching that means coach that means you know a lot about social selling that means you're a social selling expert like i said who's had a million years of experience or whatever you've got the background so when you go to someone and say, hey, do you need a social selling coach? They'd be like, oh, I don't know, like, you know, how do I know that you're legit? There's no, there's no certificate to pull out and show them because it doesn't exist. So you'd be like, well, look at my LinkedIn profile. I've had 10 years working for whatever, Nielsen or I don't know, some company that does social stuff, social selling. Um, so I know my stuff. And they're like, oh, right, okay, you work for that company, right? Yeah, I totally want you to tell me more. Um, 
Now, if you say you're a language coach, right? I, I, I don't know. I, I know some people who are, um, you know, I'm, not, I'm going to be careful not to mention a specific methodology, but um, some people who say that they are coaches in language, uh, that they're doing language coaching. And they are like me. Like, I, you know, I actually thought it was more because I thought for myself, I was like, should I start calling myself a language coach? Does that actually give that level of expertise that I wanted to, um, that I wanted to confer or like with expert language trainers, you know, to say I'm an expert language trainer, that means I'm different from just somebody who's, um, you know, traveling and trying to do a job while they're traveling. Um, does coach give that, does coach give that designation? It means, okay, you actually have to look at my, you know, history and what I've done to know that I'm actually really, I'm a, I'm a really, really good language trainer. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm thinking, hang on, imagine I say I'm a language coach and then next week somebody calls me up manager in a company and they're, they've got a new product and they're trying to sell it in Ireland and they're going to a conference to sell it. And they want to, you know, it's like, a, you know, they're trying to sell, I don't know, some uh, human resources software, for example. Right. So they're trying to sell to a particular kind of person, with a particular kind of language. And I'm saying that I'm a language coach. I'm like, that's actually wrong. I shouldn't say that I'm a, I couldn't say that I'm a language coach because, um, I would be saying, don't worry, I'll coach you in how to sell this product that you have to that particular kind of client in English. It's not because I'm really, really good at English or like I know a lot about the language or how to learn the language. That's not the reason why I'm a coach. I would be offering, don't worry, I know in how to sell that product in English is something I know because I've got a lot of experience selling products in English. Therefore, I'm going to coach you how to sell a product in English. So you actually, you need to know about the language to get them through that process. But the actual product that you're selling is, I have loads of experience selling stuff. And then I thought about your, so I thought about a couple of people that I wanted to bring up with you. I thought about Ken Fagan on LinkedIn. Uh, and you were telling me, you know, I know his stories on, you know, he's on LinkedIn. It's, it's very, you know, it's, it's out there. He's, he's a legal language coach, yeah. uh, essentially, although he calls himself a trainer what he's actually doing is he's learned loads of stuff about legal English. So he knows a ton about legal English. He could probably be, you know, like that show suits. He could go and pretend to be a lawyer uh, and, you know, get away with it because he knows so much about legal English. So he can go to a lawyer and say, Oh, you need help like doing some legal stuff in English. Okay. Well I can do that because I'm a legal English coach. So he's a legal coach. He could coach a lawyer but specifically coach a lawyer how to do something in English. So maybe something the lawyer knows how to do already. That's why you don't, I don't think you need to be like an industry expert. I'm not saying you have to be a 10 year, 20 year lawyer to then go and coach somebody in English doing you know, lawyer stuff. Um, I'm saying you have to at least be able to bring some sort of deep expertise or like knowledge about that particular industry to the table, as well as your knowledge about the English language. So I'm thinking actually, you know, hang about, should I even myself personally ever go and offer English training? And this is the epiphany, right? And this is where you're just going to pull your hair out. Should I ever go and offer English training to ever, any adult ever again? Because actually industry wise, I'm not actually that good at, you know, like I don't have deep experience doing any particular kind of job apart from finance. And I don't want to do finance training. So um, I don't want to get back into it. It's really boring. So the only thing I actually know really deeply that I would be able to pass on to someone else is how to train 
how to like conduct myself in the classroom, how to train someone in English, how to get over all those psychological barriers and stuff that people have in the English class. So um, that's something I could, so I could be a teacher trainer and I think I am a good teacher trainer. I'm doing that. It's cool. But then when I'm thinking about, and I have been thinking about getting back into language training a bit more, actually, what am I doing? I mean, I'm, I'm not actually, I can't offer them a high level product. And I, I don't think I should actually be doing English training with adults anymore because I used to, when I, back in the days in Paris, you will get the talk at one point, by the way. Um, okay. Yeah. But back, you, you, you know, your opinion is coming. It has to, you know, your opinion's going <laughs> to drop, right? Uh, but I'm just, you know, it's all these thoughts. Back in the days in Paris, right? I remember when I started working at a couple of companies um, who shall remain nameless for legal reasons, but um, a gas company and uh, internet company or like a, a technology company, like an IT company. And I worked there for almost the entire time that I was with the school that I was working for, the language training center I was working for. So eight years of experience in those two industries. So by the end, when I was finished, one of the reasons I left was because I was so good at gas English and how to like, you know, I knew about selling gas. I knew about the way that they do the pricing, how they, you know, the legal stuff behind it, the financial stuff behind it, the, the corporate stuff, because I you know, trained the people who were presenting to the, um, the lawyers or whatever, the, to the board members, um, the results of the year and all that kind of stuff. And so that was where I could have said, yes, I am actually for this company, this gas company, I am a, I'm a, I'm a gas English coach. Does that make sense? Um, and for the IT company, the same, you know, I'm doing something where I know so much about what they do that when somebody comes to me and says, oh, I'm actually working in the server department, I would say, oh, right, okay, so you're working with the X9157 server. They're like, whoa, how do you know that? And that was impressive. And that accelerated the training because I was able to deliver content on a level of expertise that they could actually really respect because they're like, this guy knows exactly how much, as much as I do about what I'm doing. So not only does he know about the language learning process, but he can actually use that through the expertise to like really quickly run through what I'm doing and get me to the end of what I need to do. Like this conf call, I need to do this conference call. He can tell me how to do it because he's heard a load of them before, or he's participated in a bunch of them in exactly the same context. And so he actually knows what I should say, shouldn't say what works, what doesn't work in this conf call, not just because he knows about English, but because he knows about my industry. And so I'm not in that anymore. I'm not in those companies anymore. So I actually think I'm not going to, so that's my epiphany. That's my, that's my bombshell. I don't want to teach English anymore because I don't think I actually should teach English to adults anymore. What do you think about that? You don't want to teach English anymore because you don't think you should. Yeah. So what, so how does that affect LearnBook? Uh, no, it's all right. Okay. Here's the thing about LearnBook. Um, the other day, someone suggested uh, um, a friend of mine who has this uh, bilingual kid, that's an English friend, French partner, bilingual kid, seven, eight, nine years old, whatever, who was like, can you teach my kid? And I was like, oh, I don't really know much about kids. And then when I, there, there was other people, then there were other people who said the same thing. And I thought, actually, I don't know a lot about teaching kids, but I would for sure be confident that um, the kind of stuff I'm going to do with them is on their level because uh, I know I know what being a kid is like and I know what sort of activities they'd like and stuff like that. And it just doing that and it being so easy to get into that and thinking oh, I'm going to do that through LearnBook and I'm going to do really cool activities. And then I compared that. It's just because I compared that to thinking I'm going to train the manager of the local like masonry supply shop. I'm like, I can't really do that at a level, at the level that I think I should be doing it at where I should, I'm like highly paid 
doing really high quality content is the level where I actually know a lot about his industry, actually, or her industry. So that's, that's the reason, about. okay, that's the reason why this, you think you're not legitimate enough to, to, to train. Is that it? Yeah. Is it a question of legitimacy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at Ken Fagan and I'm thinking Ken Fagan is doing it right. And I'm looking oh, at, um, okay, okay, trying to think okay. really. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, he's got himself a specialty, so he is totally legit and nobody would question his expertise. So when I'm saying I'm an expert language trainer, that's actually, maybe not, that's actually nonsense when I'm just talking crap that it's actually Ken Fagan and people like that who are the experts because they've established themselves as experts in their field, not just, I know loads about English and I know loads about language training, but I actually don't know enough about, so I can teach kids, that's great, because they don't have a particular specialty, they're not in an industry, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but I can't it, teach somebody who's in the... Yeah, but what you're, what you're saying, hang on a sec, but the, the, the thing is, right, um, there's a big problem in coaching, okay, Proper coaches that have been trained for, for months, if not years, and who have got other supervisors to help them. Okay. The right. number one thing in coaching is that you do not tell the coachee what to do. Right. Okay. Um, that, yeah. That's what a consultant does. A consultant says, this is what you need to do. A coach is right. someone who can facilitate um, and let the person, you know, do find for themselves the answers. Okay. Because right. the coach, he knows his own job and he's not looking for expert right. advice. So if okay. the coach, he is looking for expert advice on his chosen profession, he wants a consultant. If okay. he needs someone to help him, you know, resolve his own problems, but because, you know, he can't do it because it's very difficult to do it for yourself and you need the outside help. That's why you get a coach. Okay. So right. it's, it's two completely yeah. different lines of activity. And, yeah, but you wouldn't. But you wouldn't go and get outside help from somebody who doesn't know about your industry, doesn't know about the job that you're asking them to do. If that makes sense, see what I mean? If you were, if you say I need to make a comp call in English and I need somebody to help me make that comp call in English, you wouldn't go to somebody who's never made a comp call before, would you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but in, just in, read about if it. If you're looking, books. if you're looking at the soft skills arena, you can talk about management training, right? But in reality, coaches, and when it comes to management and other issues, it's you know all these managers they come from all sorts of areas. They come from industry, they come from IT, they come, you know, and they've all got, but it's not so much the profession that, that they're interested in. It's, it's much more, you know, uh, trans, what's the word? It's, they're interested in the actual techniques. They're not, you know, um, they're not interested in the techniques in their chosen profession. Um, and if they do, I found that to be um, actually just an excuse, you know, not to do the work because they're saying, oh, the person's not, you know, hasn't got experience in my own area, you know? And to be honest, when I've yeah. been put up with those kind of people, they are, they're worse, you know? It's the same old, same old of these consultants who get fired, right, at the age of 50, and they've got nothing better to do than become a coach in their own industry, you know? And they, they, <laughs> they think they can right. still do it, and they can't, you know? And I get very mm. suspicious of people like that. I really do. You know, these, these, these guys mm. at 50 who become, got to get fired, have a nice pay packet, and want a bit of extra work, so they become a consultant you know, or a coach, mm. do you see what I mean? I much prefer mm. the whole coaching, you know, people like Ian, who's done, you know, a year at HS, HEC and the people who've done 60 days of NLP, you know, these guys, they really put the work in to be a coach and to understand, and they don't get worried about what the person is doing as a job. What they worry about is how to get the, the performance out of their own, of the people they're working with, you know, they worry about what makes that person tick. They worry about, what, you know, making that person is going to do the work, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's a lot of it's about personal development. It's about, you know, sincerity and, and transparency and their ability to see what they're doing wrong. 
And I think in language okay. training, it's the same thing. I think at that level, um, a language coach, you know, we talked about this in the actual different descriptors, you know, for me, I've got the three levels. We talked about this. The first level is the basic concepts of language training, which is, you know, the Delta, the cells, that kind of thing above that. For me, it's the ability to use new media, digital, you know, to, to actually make something interesting, varied and decent for the learner. And then above that, you've got the language coach and the language coach for me, it's not about so much about different methods. You know, it's about the ability to get the person to do the work in his, as, as he's a bit more, yeah, maybe he's a bit more high level in his company. Maybe he's got a high level language, you know, and he needs to help with that. But the expectations of that learner are not to have an expert in his profession. I've never seen that, mm. you know? Okay. Um, okay. I think that in certain professions, possibly like legal, like financial, you know, it's possibly mm. because it's very specific, but in generally, I wouldn't say so. Um, so you're saying the whole you're saying the whole coaching thing is more, which I, I kind of knew already, is more the technique of, like what we you know what you hear with, for example, um, you know, with any kind of language coaching, where it's um, trying to get on a more sort of personal level, access what the learners' issues are with going through the language learning process, and actually trying to help them overcome certain things and guide yeah, like, them, sort of guide themselves exactly. to, to the no, answer. It's, it's not necessarily. It's not. I mean. <laughs> It's, it's not necessarily, I mean, if you're going to take the whole coaching concept of saying you mustn't find the answer for them, they must find it for themselves. That's coaching in general. I don't know what it might be in language coaching, but I would assume in language coaching itself, it's the capacity for, for example, there's the whole psychological blockage, you know, being blocked by the learning process yeah. itself. You know, for me, that's what a language coach should do. It's like, well, this person can't learn because he's terrified of speaking. So I know what to do to get them on yeah. not make sure they don't get, you know, that for me is coaching. Yeah. You know, so somebody who's a, a, a beta teacher just wouldn't know what to do. They go, let's open this book here and go through it. And I'm going to be really nice to you. And hopefully that will, that will give you some confidence. Whereas a coach would literally have the techniques to do that, you know, we'll say, you know, you see, uh, that, so what, what you're saying, I think is exactly the one thing that I thought. You know, I've been thinking for a very long time and actually for years, I've been thinking if you as a language trainer could at the beginning of your training or even during your training, focus on getting them over whatever psychological block they have, you could kind of turn them into a language learning hero because they would, you know, as soon as somebody's over that, you know, when a learner doesn't have those psychological blocks because they just suck up language and they actually get it from everywhere and they get it from TV shows. And then they go out and talk to somebody in a bar about that TV show or whatever, like they're at a dinner and one person there is English and they're like the one running over to that person be like, Oh, can I practice my English with you? And you know, that those, those are kind of language learning heroes who don't have any block. It's seen, you know, they, they see language um, practice as something enjoyable, fun, something that brings them pleasure. Right. So you, you're saying that's coaching for me for years. I thought language trainers should do a short course in it's like social psychology to understand yeah. the basic kind of problems yeah. that people have. Yes. You know, so are you saying, is that, does that actually mean that coaching and, and psych, sort of basic psychology are, are kind of the same thing? Yeah, you're, because you're being kind of a, a, I'm not a saying counselor same, for this person. I'm not saying it's the same thing. I'm saying that I agree. I'm not saying the same thing, but that's not what you're saying either. You're saying that they should have some sort of capacity psychologically to understand, yeah, what the learner's cognitive abilities are, cognitive or psychological. Yeah. You know, that's, for me, that's, if you're a coach, that's your, it's even your responsibility because you're calling yourself a coach. You know, which means you have these high access, these high level techniques. Uh, and that mm -hmm. makes it that it makes it much more effective, you know, as, as, a, right. as, as language training. You're going quicker. The person doesn't have these okay. 
you know, doesn't have these, these, these problems he's expressing and he's motivated and, you know, and for me, that's, that's yeah. part of it. But, but, but for me, that is something that if there's a solution out there, if coaching is actually, because this is what I'm starting to realize is that maybe coaching is actually that solution that I'd never, you know, I'd, I'd kind of, I'd, I'd heard about it and just sort of, you know, I'd, I'd briefly researched it, but just thought that it's a kind of passing thing. And especially because there's a lot of things out there where you see at what point there isn't an official kind of like, you know, it, here's, here's what I think. If it's been solved at that point, because for me, honestly, I, I would put a lot of money. I would stake my reputation on the fact that if you can teach yourself how to be basically a psychologist, you know, a therapist, if you can teach yourself how to be a therapist and a language trainer at the same time, you would clean up because everybody would love your training nobody would walk away without having learned something or actually progressed and they would all walk away having actually improved themselves as a you know, real soft skill kind of thing. They wouldn't just be like, Oh, I speak better now. They'd be like, I feel better about speaking now. You know, that for me, if you get that result, you're just a hero, right? So if that solution's out there, I'm excited about that. I'm excited if it's called coaching or whatever, I want to know more about it. Now, my question is why, when I did my research on coaching, is there nothing, there's nothing out there that's really like, okay, we finally find the solution and there's a new Delta, there's a new Celta and it's called the, you know, coaching Elta. And it's, you know, there's, there's, there's a, why is there no qualification out there? It's really hammered it down and being like, if you don't do the psychological part, your training is crap. So just stop what you're doing. This is what I'm saying about, I don't want to do it anymore. Stop what you're doing because if you're not getting them through this, the psychological parts of language training, your training is five times less effective than what it could be. So just stop it because you're wasting their money. You know, why is that not out there? Why is that not integrated into the CELTA, integrated into the Delta, put in all the teaching course books, scrap all the teaching course books about just teaching them grammar and making it fun and doing games or whatever and focus really double down on this thing of you go out there as a therapist and then you teach them some language. Why is that? You know, why did I not find that when I did my research? Um, well, I think that there's several reasons. I think the first reason is that Um, it's a lot to do with what I call posture, which is more of a French word, but it's the capacity to communicate with someone on the same level as them by not, by giving them importance, but giving yourself importance as well. And I think that a lot of language trainers in general have a deficit when it comes to self-confidence and they don't have the confidence to tell a, a learner no you shouldn't be doing this way you're going to do it this way you know they haven't got the mm. they they're looking to have too much of a post personal cozy relationship with them rather than yeah. doing what's best for them they're not looking them to challenge them enough you know um and i think that's what coaching does a coach will very much try and push the the learner outside of the boundary of you know, outside of the box you know try and push them and challenge them a lot more and i don't think language trainers yeah. do that enough i think they're they're quite, you know, they're always, they don't, they're not looking to break the status quo. Um, and even sometimes they're looking to say, well, let's, it's all about motivation, isn't it? So let's motivate them as much as possible. Maybe it should be about challenging them and saying, you know, sometimes, you know, in coaching, for example, we say to them, listen, can I give you an impression about what I think? You know, I'm asking you permission to give you an impression. And the person says, yeah. And then you, then you, you literally have to, you know, you throw, you metaphysically throw a glass of water in their face, you know, to shock them, to make, to make them wake <laughs> up, you know, and some people yeah. actually do that. They actually say, 
when they, when the person is saying something, they'll slam the, they'll put the slam their hand on the table and say, no, you know, they say, no, that's not true. And they'll be like, Oh God, you know, because they have so to re- reconnect the neurons, you know, because they're, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I don't think that language trainers as a profession that think like that. They're thinking, Oh, you know, I want to, I want to have this relationship for a long, long time and let's be friends. And I want to come and see them once a week. And, you know, whereas coaches say, well, I've got yeah. 10 sessions or five sessions. Let's get this thing done. And, and, and they okay, wanna... so actually there's a kind of, there's a lack of business confidence there where you should be saying, I've got 10 sessions I'm getting paid well. And after this, I'm going to find another client. I'm going to get more done. Then. You know, yeah. like, maybe there's a thing of, oh, I would really like this person just to continue paying me forever and, uh, you know, to not have to worry about getting new clients. And so, because you don't, I mean, it's not just maybe a lack of confidence. It's also a lack of time. It's also a lack of, you know, I don't have the time to go looking for clients all the time. And I would rather it was just, you know, sorry, I'm walking down the road here. Now. Um, the, you know, the, 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 there's a lack of resource. Hello? Remember help. Hello? Coaches do the job better. Like what, what if maybe we look at looking more at helping coaches get in the learn book and, and make it you know if a coach has that business sense and knows that coaching is paying better and they can do better with it then maybe they would like something like learn book as a tool like that woman this morning really was interested in it because you know it's it's a tool that's going to help her make a better product and she's seeing what she's doing as a product and that it has a genuine benefit and that you can sell that value proposition to someone and that having a digital platform is only going to make it better so you know Maybe maybe looking more at language coaches rather than language trainers. No, I, I, I don't agree. I think that for me, um, I think that using LearnBook is is a second stage level skill skill level. You know, it's not for beginning beginner teachers or it's for beginner teachers that have the IT capacity skill set. You know, and then they can do yeah. it. But for me, it's for language trainers that you know know what they're talking about, know what they want to do, and they want they want to sort of improve the impact. That's yeah. for me. And then, you know, coaches will see that even more, but I'm not even sure that coaches will be that interested in learn, but because they'll be thinking even more that their face-to-face time is enough, you know, you see what I mean? They'll yeah. be thinking they're, yeah. they're, 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 their level of confidence themselves is it has that ability to really influence something that quickly, you know, and they'll yeah. be only doing learn, but because they feel like they have to, you know, I'd rather work with language trainers that can see the whole pie in one and use learn book as a real, as a real modality as something that's really going to work um, outside of their face-to-face, you know, um, I, I do believe the learn book though is, is a is a soft skills um, solution, you know, beyond language training. I think the management trainers and, and uh, sales trainers and, and social skills trainers, I think all of these kind of people are going to be interested because to be honest, it's not just about language training. I think it's the capacity to, to get people to do work outside of the, outside of the, the face-to-face and that can be done anywhere, you know, especially yeah, which with it- that level of teacher presence. But I think, you know, the, yeah, okay, I, I, get, I totally get what you're saying about the, you know, the face-to-face lesson, lessons are sufficient for a coach. But I think that that woman this morning had a really good point in that, um, you know, there is stuff to do outside the class. They can't dedicate a lot of time a week to the face-to-face sessions or they're not around enough. And they might have questions or they might have things that they want the, the coach to evaluate or to, you know, did I do the, what, how did I do here? Or, you know, what advice can you give me about this thing that I just did? And that they can record stuff into a platform leave messages and then have someone, you know, have the coach come in and actually comment on that or leave them a little message, 
is also valuable as well to sort of have have kind of like questions on demand if you see what i mean to be able just to just ask you know i'm sitting you know because i sort of here's something i said to carol today that will make your head explode a bit i was saying uh you know that joss joss freeman is kind of like my uh language school coach right because anytime i have a question about a uh, training contract here or anything like that i just ask you and then you're mm. just like oh the answer is really easy it's this and i'm like that saved me half an hour 45 minutes of searching around on google that was fantastic and that for me is part of what i would imagine good training or maybe now i'm going to call it good coaching is about no that's <coughs> consulting that's consulting okay. that's that's me being an expert knowing information and sharing it with you for me that's consulting it's not right. coaching Right. Coaching, I would say, okay, what do you want to know? Oh, I want to know this. Okay, well, how are you going to go and find it? Okay, well, I think I'm going to do this. Okay, is anything stopping you doing it? Um, no, just about time, but I think I'm going to do it. Okay, okay, off you go and come back and tell me how you went. That's coaching, you know? Okay, but that, that's, that's another annoying thing, actually, is that, you know, we're, we're, we're changing definitions here, left and right, and you have a clear idea of what it is in your head. I don't, and it's sort of just annoying. There isn't just this clear thing of, if it's consulting, it's this. If you want to be a language consultant, you do this. If you it's want to be a language clear. coach, you do this. No, in, language, in languages, it's not clear. No, and I, and I absolutely don't. It's not clear. It's absolutely not. Yeah. That you sucks. Yeah, but there is an International Coaching Federation, the ICF. You know? Maybe yeah. it's worth contacting them to find out you know, what are their... What, how, maybe someone inside them has, has, has thought about it. You know? Because um, I think that you know, some language coaching methods want to be uh, you know, approved by... Uh, the ICF, you know, so maybe, yeah. maybe they'll have more. Yeah, but it's just, it's one of those, you know, I see it again, and it just, this will be my parting comment. I'm not going to waste any more of your time, but, you know, I see it again as one of those things like where I see the solution. It seems like it's right there in front of me. I see the perfect language training method, the ultimate combination of different things, you know, a little bit of um, language coaching, a little bit of classic training, a little bit of total physical response training, a little bit of, you know, whatever Berlitz method or something like that, a little bit of everything to combine it into this one super approach where you just have these epic teachers who just, no matter who crosses their path, they walk away speaking more language, even just like brush past them in the street. They're like, oh, I just learned a new word. What the hell? You know, that's like, uh, for me, that's, that. no, that's, that's, for me, that's cognitive. Right. To be honest, that's, that's, uh, you know, I've thought about it and I, the only, the only way I could come up with was that there was some sort of cognitive thing where the person learns like this and like suddenly by magic, they're learning a lot quicker yeah. um, because that's the way they learn. Do you sort of mean themselves, yeah. you know? Yeah. So you have a cognitive language test to see how they learn and then you set them on the path that way, you know? So yeah. it's individualized based on their own learning mechanisms. For me, that was the, the magic bullet. Mm. You know? Okay. Okay. I don't know. I think to be, to be discussed and to be explored because I feel like, you know, there's something, there's something to all this stuff, something to it. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to keep talking about it anyway. Thank you for giving your free time for absolutely no money and uh, wasting your time talking to me for half an hour. And uh, where's my think, video? Yeah, it's, it's, it's going in the internet. It's in, it's going in. It's going to go on the teacher part page. People are going to see it. You're going to be happy. Don't worry. And uh, yeah, well, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you more about it. Uh, tomorrow i guess thanks for checking out this podcast and if you want to know more please follow me on linkedin on instagram on facebook on youtube all the links are in the description i really look forward to seeing you in the next episode